0: And welcome in to another episode of the Making a Mark Wrestling Show on the Tell Me More podcast. This one, Survivor Series Recap. Yeah. And we're a little bit late, but things happen. We're adults. We can't just record the podcast whenever we want to. But we found time. We're going to talk about it. A lot to talk about with this card. We were excited going in. Mm -hmm. And we're going to get to talk about our picks. Uh, A little bit of controversy because on the podcast... uh, Made some picks that I think you missed. You're saying two. I have to go back and listen because I don't know which one. I know you missed picking the Miz mm-hmm. over Baron Corbin. Yeah, I thought the you, Miz was uh, going And then I, I thought that was the only one you missed, but I'll have to go and double check the record. I know I missed three, but when I put together a bracket on Sunday, uh-huh. watching Survivor Series, went 100%, even picked Asuka to be the sole survivor for the <laughs> women's match, picked Samoa Joe for the men's, but yeah. that was mostly with my heart. Mm. Uh, kind of figured it's it would be kind of figured it would be Triple H going down to the wire. Uh, yeah. I didn't think Braun Strowman they would they would do it. And we'll we'll talk about that uh here in a second. Uh but that you know, we'll we'll, we'll just start with that match. Yeah. I think there was a lot of stuff going on there. Uh I feel weird <coughs> because we we talked about how good Survivor series looked like it was shaping up. Yeah. And I think it was. I think it was a really good pay-per-view. Uh, yeah, We're ex- gonna start though with the biggest problem I think and that yeah. was the one you were the most excited about Yeah, uh, you said you thought this match would just be the most exciting this this was your pick yeah. you said going in
1: well apparently they thought it would be most exciting too they put it, it, it was, the main was their event. main event I, yeah. I think
0: that just kind of is the new staple now I think it's less important that the title's on at the end yeah. but that was you know the, put in you know five of the best superstars from Raw five of the best from SmackDown uh-huh. something good should happen brought back Triple H br- yeah. put John Cena on the other side they did all they could and then kind of fell flat i mean what what did you think of the match?
1: um there were certain parts of the match i I really enjoyed as far as like a survivor series main event goes um but but there were the, there were lots of things that just kind of like fell short, um mostly just how confusing and how much stuff they were actually putting in this match, and like all the build up um all the build up towards it like just to like to have it in the way it did like to have. Um, Triple H turn on Angle and then turn on Shane McMahon. Like so, he turned on both teams. Like it was such a just a weird, weird ending. And then double swerve. Yeah, double swerve. Which I mean, you'd have to be stupid not to know Triple H was going to do something like that. I mean that, that that's what he does. Um, is oh, you think it's going this way. Well, Triple H is there, so that means it's going to go a completely different way. Um, and like. I don't know. Like, like, like I saw like you had on here, like why was John Cena in that match? <laughs> um, he didn't do that's anything. Good question. Did he eliminate anyone? Yes. Uh, he eliminated Joe. Oh, okay. okay which okay.
0: I think in the long run, that's actually perfect. And I, this is one of my predictions in uh-huh. the future is once John Cena comes back, uh, you know well before we even talked about what happened on Raw this last week, yeah. Roman Reigns getting choked up by Samoa Joe. Uh-huh. Once they're done with that rivalry and eventually John Cena comes back, run it back again. Yeah, have Samoa Joe do the same thing to John Cena and have it like the reverse of what we've seen uh-huh. where Roman Reigns is supposed to become John Cena. Yeah, now it's like what happens to Roman Reigns, the next step is John Cena. John Cena is doing it after Roman, yeah, and that's the purest sign. That Roman is the guy and John Cena is, you know, whatever, the passing of the torch, whatever yeah, cliche. Whatever they're doing. But that's the biggest sign that now Samoa Joe has taken out John Cena, but it's, you know, a repeat mm-hmm. of what's already happened to Roman Reigns. That's a high and profile that's been, match. That's been the opposite for, you know, the last couple years. Yeah. It's just been putting Roman Reigns in all of the same situations that John Cena's been in. True. And I just, we want to see, I, I think of all the matches we want to see with Cena, I think Samoa Joe is it. And yeah. maybe it's just because I want to see Samoa Joe. Go head to head with all the top guys. You yeah. know? I want to see Samoa Joe versus. Fuck, make it Triple H. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Uh, Samoa Joe versus Kurt Angle. I, of all of the possible Kurt Angle matches, I want it to be Samoa Joe because mm-hmm. at least we have some TNA, have what they did there show up on WWE. Yeah. But otherwise, I don't want to see Kurt Angle's broken body in any other type <laughs> of match. Uh, but yeah, let's, let's Samoa Joe have these high profile matches. If he's not going to be the champion, which he's not, mm-hmm. he's not going to be even the one of the main you know, heels as it is right now. Yeah. There's just so many people at the top of the card. Let him have these type of matches. And I think the mo just the moment John Cena comes back, have it where he's going to do his little, you know, towel throwing in the audience and Samoa Joe just nips it in the bud, yeah. Stops it right there. And that's the perfect next step for him. Uh, so that was the only thing that came out of it from John Cena. They tried to have a moment where John Cena is fighting with Kurt Angle. Yeah. But, Kurt Angle just can't move. Yeah, he he just he he was so slow, slower than even the TLC match. I thought maybe the TLC match was him getting his sea legs under him, yeah. but his sea legs are crooked, you know. So it's and, and he once was he like gets him.
1: and right before he came to WWE, he was having such good matches. Like um like right after he left TNA, and he kind of like did like the like the England tour a little bit, and he had matches with. Alberto Del Rio um, Cody Rhodes The Cody Rhodes match was fantastic And like he looked good looked like Kurt Angle And then like ever since coming to WWE He just does not look like Kurt Angle anymore And like I've heard uh, lots of um, interviews with him Where he talks about like his just upper body strength Isn't nothing what it used to be um, With just how many times he's broken his neck Time and time again I think he said something like four times in two years Something crazy like that Yeah yeah, that's, that's insane. Like, break your neck once, but break your neck, I don't know how many times he's done it at this point. Half a dozen, you know, yeah. at least. Um, that's crazy. <laughs> like, it's so crazy to think about. But, um, yeah, no, that Samoa Joe, John Cena, like, that's a huge match. Like, that has the potential to be just as good as those um, John Cena, AJ Styles matches. Yeah. Because, um, I like, like. Samoa Joe is a totally different type of performer than AJ Styles, but I think he's just as good. Like, he's up there. Like, like there hasn't been a Samoa Joe match that I was like, oh, that kind of sucked. Like
0: Also, I think at this point, Samoa Joe has pulled off the character work much yeah. better than AJ's done. I will 100% agree. Career. Yeah. So, I mean, you have what he can do in the ring, you have the idea of it being a clash of titans. So, you have the big guys that Vince McMahon would want for the indie crowd you have Samoa Joe as an indie darling going up against the guy they hate the most the you know the the quintessential Vince McMahon guy and John Cena it it works on every level and the question is when do you pull the trigger on something like that and can you get a good build up is John Cena going to be off doing a movie where you're not able to plan it as well as you Mm -hmm. want to is it just going to be one of those random things where you know you're just a couple of weeks away from pay-per-view and you just pencil it in and it doesn't get the build-up it yeah, deserves. Yeah, I hope not. That, that seems like the most likely scenario. Yeah. But at least here, they've at least laid the groundwork one time. And what was an otherwise, nothing else came up that until the very end. Mm-hmm. That weird finish you talked about, it was confusing, but it was the only thing that propelled anybody forward. Yeah. Uh, you it just w- wasn't the ending I was expecting. Well, no, like I wasn't So
1: either. many different endings, like, like maybe Jason Jordan's going to do something. Yeah. Maybe... Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens are going to do something. Something that matters. Yeah, something that matters. Yeah. Um, but instead, like I said, Triple H is in the match. to so just let him just do it all. And, and it's like, it's it was just still so confusing. Just like, well, wh- where do you go from here? Like, like, who's like is is Triple H feuding with Shane? Is he feuding with Angle? Is, you know, like is it gonna be Strowman now? You know, um, like what's What's the? I just like I don't know what the end game is from from the I, ending the, of that match.
0: End game is we, we want it to be long term, but it never is. Yeah, short term, and the short term is <clears throat> he got Braun Strowman like a huge pop. I would say Strowman
1: is p- officially a baby face now. Like that's officially? the official mark. Yeah. Yes,
0: and not only is that the mark, but it's also a moment where. I don't think anybody has sold it well as Braun B in the face. And it's really hard. You're getting yeah. crushed by a monster. Yeah. It's hard to sell him as the face while it's happening. Yeah. Triple H did it the best way possible. Yeah, he possible. did. He really did. Double turn to make it where he's clearly the, the, you know, biggest weasel or politician or whatever yeah. it is, uh, in terms of the way he's trying to win a match. Uh, he just pedigreed Shane, which is apparently the other biggest baby face, in the WWE, yeah. which is ridiculous. Uh, he he makes that move and Braun Strowman gets to crush him and it be the righteous thing. Not only that, then Triple H hears the one more time and he pops up, you know, all dazed and confused, takes another power slam. Mm-hmm. He, when he's getting choked by Braun in the corner, is putting up the greatest face that's, yeah, Triple yeah. H doesn't look scared no matter who he's facing. Yeah. He looked terrified. Yeah. Triple H sold it so well. And I know this was like after they left, but when he's leaving the arena, they, mm-hmm. they I saw a clip of it where he runs yeah. into like the entrance ramp. And like he he's, sold that. Yeah. He <laughs> sold that to high heaven.
1: That's what me and uh, my buddy were just talking about. I was like, oh, you got to look at this botch after Survivor yeah. Series. And he walks into it. I was like, that's how good Triple H is. Like, if it was anyone else they would have walked Into the ramp and looked stupid And then everyone goes ha 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 look at this But then Triple H walks into it and then Sells it like he yeah. just got hit by a truck Like it was so good And that,
0: that props up Braun even more yeah. He comes back the next night on Raw And just keeps selling him And I guess that is the in- like if, if, if that is the sacrifice That you have a very confusing finish that doesn't push Too many things mm-hmm. forward Like Braun doesn't get to face Triple H after this yeah. But it's this huge moment I do want to give credit to the crowd, which normally I'm always attacking. Yeah, them. absolutely. But when Triple H left the ring on Monday, mm-hmm. they started chanting You're a Coward and finally the moment where they're not just yeah. now maybe this is just because they love Braun so mm-hmm. much that it overrides Triple H, but I don't think it does to that degree. I think they were finally reacting to the storyline yeah. and letting it play. I wish they did that in more situations. Yeah. But gotta give them credit when it happens. Mm-hmm. They had Triple H who had been just getting Cheered like a face, even as he's doing heelish things. Yeah,
1: as he's pedigreeing Jason Jordan, and they're going yes. (laughs) I mean that maybe is
0: how just how much they hate Jason Jordan, but I think everything else. I think even the moment Triple H turned wasn't so much a mad at Triple H until it was okay. It's Braun versus Triple H. Yeah, and then when Triple H backed down, that was a moment. Okay, that is a Mm -hmm. heelish, cowardly thing to do fans should be booing yeah. that, and fans finally stepped up and played their role yeah. in, you know, the opera that is on the screen, you know?
1: Yeah. If this match accomplished, like, anything at all, it, it was just a uh, propelling Braun Strowman. I mean, yeah. he, he had three eliminations, so three out of five of SmackDown were eliminated by Braun, and then at the end, he gets to, you know, take on the evil Triple H and, you know, make him look scared and, you know, kind of punk him a little bit. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, if that's what they were going for, then you know, congrats, they did it. Like, um, yeah, out of all things, like, like, I'm really happy. It, like, it, just keep going with Stroman. Like, like, I, I can't talk enough about how much better he's gotten in just a year. Yeah. Um, and then like in just this week, I've seen a bunch of interviews, um, with Braun Strowman you know talking about you know was there animosity with your push and everything, and he goes, yeah, there was at first, um, but. Everyone has kind of seen, like, how far I've grown, how far I've come, how hard I work at this, and, like, it's, you know, he's in it now, and, yeah, I completely agree, like, he is a completely different animal than he was when he was, uh, what, what were they, the, the new face of destruction or whatever, where he, where he was wearing the black sheep mask, like, he is a completely different dude than, um, that guy. Cause I remember when he took off the black sheet mask, I was just like, "Oh no! Like <laughs> this is this is not going to go well." And then I saw all the moves that, that they were trying to make his signatures, or whatever. I'm Like this is not going to go, and I was completely wrong. Strowman like might be like he might be my favorite guy in WWE right now, just because of how good he's been and like how long I've waited for another one of those. Just like a, a new Kane. Like that's yeah. what essentially what he is to me. Just this big guy that's gonna come out and do whatever the hell he wants, interrupt matches, throw people through rings. Get crushed in trash cans and come back triumphant. Right. Like it, it's been really good, um, really reminiscent of like yeah, those old monster heels and you know that they used to have back in the you know the nineties. Yeah, but yeah, it was good.
0: Um, and also at the tippy top of uh his his pop, they still didn't give him the title. The Signature <laughs> yeah. sign that you're that monster heel. is yeah. they're not gonna put that belt on you. Uh, that's been true since Andre the giant it's, yeah, it's true. through all the way. I, undertaker might've been the only one, even that and you he think didn't of even how, hold it that yeah, many you, times. You think of how over he was, his title reigns are, are, uh, small in comparison to what other people, yeah. you know, his contemporaries were. Uh, so yeah, I think that match, it did a lot for Braun Strowman, even though long term, I just, I, it didn't have a focus. You had a lot of the new guys that could have shown themselves in the match. Yeah. I mean, you get a, you set up a uh, Finn Balor and Samoa Joe turning on each other in the middle that mm-hmm. eventually leads to their elimination. They're not fighting each other after yeah. the Survivor yeah. Series. You have Shinsuke and Bobby Roode who get a like half second like face off with Triple H, yeah, and then he gets out of the ring. Like all of the things that you potentially could have done, all the things you tease to, mm-hmm. they just rush through and they spend a lot more time. I, the Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens. Why would they come to the ring to just get? You know, <laughs> run off by Shane with a steel chair. Like it didn't cause an elimination. Yeah. They're talking about them like they screwed over SmackDown. Yeah. Like, like the idea that Randy Orton is so upset that it's like they didn't cause anything. Like they 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 were just there and they got ran off. They didn't yeah. they didn't do anything. The only people that eliminated you was just like you said, Braun Strowman eliminated everybody. everybody. had nothing to do with Kevin Owens. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, that that was a weird match, uh, weird ending. But even then, I just felt. There's uh,
1: some good, like I, I really like the spot with like Triple H and Bobby Roode both hitting spine busters. Yeah, like th- th- it definitely had good moments, but there was just like other stuff, just like oh that that that, that really didn't work at all, did yeah. it? You know, um, I don't like it's, it's like a great, I'm mean, maybe like a C plus, B minus ish. You know, um, not terrible, but just like not really executed um, right. Yeah. It was kind of like the Batman vs Superman movie—just too much, just too much in one movie. Like, like, like you can't throw, you know, stick four storylines in one story and expect it, you know, to be decent.
0: It's yeah, like, I, it's interesting because Batman vs Superman—it seems like the same writers. <laughs> like they share them. Like, it's like we have characters <laughs> that people pay a lot of money to see. You think we need to take a time to work on this? (laughs) They sell themselves, guys. So, yeah, it's a good point. Batman vs. Superman explains most of uh, the the comedy of errors that is the WWE writing staff. Uh, Yeah, there were spots in the match. uh, They rushed through enough of them. Uh, I think even at the end, if you just have the Kurt Angle getting pedigreed, like, you know, Triple H is, like, jealous and doesn't want to let him get the, you know, eliminate Shane. Yeah. But I don't... I don't know how you would have played that. Like maybe Braun attacks Triple H before he can finish off mm-hmm. Shane. I think that's the only real way. Instead, they they went for the double swerve, which yeah, just left people more confused mm-hmm. than it needed to, but did it. I mean, that's the big thing is I'm confused. Fans are still cheering for yeah. Braun. I it's a lot of criticism for what they seem to have done the right thing. Mm-hmm. I can say they're wrong, yeah. But are they? They they they, they accomplished yeah. what they seem to have set out to accomplish.
1: And like more with Braun, like it reminded of the very start of the match was Shane McMahon like attacking Braun and Braun just flinging yeah. him across yeah. the ring. It was just like. If if that match yeah like if it did anything right it was just like cementing Braun Strowman as as like the new guy yeah. um so like at least they did that right you know um the rest might have been confusing and a bit much but you know at least you know the character of Braun Strowman is still uh uh
0: in in, in the right place like still growing and yeah we do, we don't know where it ends hopefully. No, yeah. I, it probably ends with him waiting out until he can beat Brock after <laughs> Roman beats Brock at WrestleMania. I'm just looking ahead. I'm just guessing. It's not like the WWE is predictable or anything. No, not at so, all. So that, that predictability also played a factor into the next match. Mm-hmm. Like Brock Lesnar versus AJ Styles. Yeah. Which, you know, we we talked about it. Like, yep. it was going to end one way. Yep. Was AJ Styles capable of getting the best match out of him before it happened? Wade, what's a, what's a you? Um, I
1: really enjoyed this match, um, just because like you and I both like b- both knew what it was going to be, um, but you know, we, we all knew how it was going to end. One F five in the middle over, um, and that's how it ended. But everything leading up to that was like pretty great. I mean, th- there were a couple mess ups where I think um, AJ tried to do a tor- tornado DDT,
0: yeah, but I, I, didn't quite get up on. I the I don't turnbuckle. know if it was Brock didn't know to be further back, yeah. If- AJ's foot just slipped It was and, a little awkward But Yeah And it just I ended
1: mean, up With Brock just slamming AJ's head against the which mat helps. Which you're like Oh that yeah. works And then like The whole move Like like, like of uh, Brock getting out Of the calf crusher By just grabbing AJ's head And he, he knew AJ it was gonna Skal's happen head. I was like
0: This is gonna be great But he did it like yeah. With with gusto like, Yeah He was just slamming his head Like no, four yeah. times that was, just, It
1: was a, it, like hard too yeah. Like it that was a good spot Um the AJ Styles like getting caught at the end. Like I kind of knew that was gonna happen. Yeah. It was kind of like the the timing was just a little off, where you knew it was coming before it was coming, but it was still pulled off. Yeah. Like I mean, he's he still caught a grown man flying through
0: the air. He did. Uh, they did, He did the forearm thing twice though, and they both were awkward. And mm-hmm. he didn't hit him with the first one with that five, so that kind of helped the second one yeah. not be so much like you know. Telegraph. Yeah, yeah, he got out of the first one like it was. He, he, it he just seemed awkward because AJ was like, it was like he was leveling up. He had to like yeah. get as much force as possible because you get one <laughs> shot to knock down the beast. Yeah, uh, and I, I think it all really worked.
1: Like, and and I think like the only problems with the match were probably just because like Brock Lesnar, I don't think was ever worked with a guy like AJ Styles, yeah. so he just Brock maybe just wasn't in the right spots for a couple moves, but it still ended up looking like. The move still ended up looking brutal and violent, and, and, and it worked. It worked as a match, um, and it worked without making AJ Styles look weak. It was kind of like the Samoa Joe match. We we knew it was going to go that way, but Samoa Joe still looked good in the match. Same thing. AJ Styles still looked great. Um, I still think I would have m- maybe rather have seen um, just... Um, Brock Lesnar throwing Jinder Mahal and the Singh boys nope. around more. <laughs> nope. No, but um, no. but like this was like I got I got no complaints about this match. It yeah. was good. Um, I mean you don't go anywhere from there because they're both on different shows. So yeah. like like there's not gonna be any sort of rematch or anything. Not but yet. um, maybe someday, maybe someday, maybe someday. Um, and both of them former uh, New Japan champs. Pretty yeah. cool. Yeah,
0: it's pretty cool. Did they, did Michael Cole say that? I know they've said New Japan more often, but I don't did he mention the fact that they both were in New Japan? Um yeah. I don't think so. It's weird what they can say yeah. and what they can't say. Like I don't the,
1: think WWE talks a lot about uh, Brock going to Japan because yeah. that was like a thing that they weren't happy about because yeah. he quit WWE to go do other stuff, and they were okay with that, and then the other stuff turned into wrestling for New Japan, and I don't think WWE was very cool with that, so they really don't, and I think he ended up getting beat by Shinsuke Nakamura, if I if I think right.
0: I, they faced each other. Yeah, I, don't, I, I think Shinsuke. I, tell you I think
1: Shinsuke beat Brock, which is like that'll never happen yeah. here. <laughs> you know, like at least you got that on your belt now because uh, it ain't, it's no. not ever going to happen again. No. Um, especially now, like Shinsuke used to be like a much bigger dude, and he's like a lot leaner than he um, than he once was. Uh, but you know, just a cool little fact—they're both former uh, New Japan champs. I don't think a whole lot of people know that about Brock.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah also, this one I found out just because we were talking about the. Uh, grand slam with mm. Roman Reigns which isn't yeah. true cuz there's now a universal title you that three people have won. Yeah. Uh but then we're like yeah so nobody would have won it right cuz these other guys haven't won it. was like yeah I don't think Brock Lesnar's won anything but the you know WWE championship. And sure enough, not only hasn't won the intercontinental or the US. Yeah. He doesn't want a tag team. No. Like he literally his like championships are yeah. like four WWE titles, universal title and you know the whatever he won in the other places, yeah. one being the IWGP belt in New Japan. Yeah, like that's crazy. <laughs> that's like, like literally for all of the talk of like people like jumping the ladder and like mm-hmm. they're going straight to the top. Brock Lesnar has only yeah, lived at to the, the top. top. Yeah, he has, Kurt Angle won other belts. I think he won the European belt at one point. Yeah, Brock Lesnar has only lived in the main event. Yeah. Like, that's the only place and Brock then, yeah, Lesnar like will show up for.
1: Kurt Angle was definitely a European champion. He might have been IC champ. I think both. Also, I think, yeah, yeah, I think at different times. But he was definitely a European champ. I think I remember that. That might have been like his first title he won. Yeah, the and European that was probably
0: belt. right before the European got phased yeah. out. I think it got yeah, like and unified they just, with the IC, which makes no sense. And they,
1: then they just replaced the European belt with the U.S. belt, which, okay, you know, I, I can take that, And I, but, but I guess they're trying to say that the... Universal champion and the world championship are on the same level, but then why is one called the universal yeah. champion? Then? I, this is funny.
0: <laughs> I was I was reading uh, the squared circle uh, uh-huh. a book by David Shoemaker, and they were talking about the idea that, you know, there was too many like world champions back in the territory days. Yeah. And I, I forget the exact wording, but it was something like. You know, people would always get confused at why something was like the world when they really were just barely the champion of the territory. And, you know, I I thought it was really funny because I was like, I wonder if anybody's ever going to get confused. Like, yeah, I know that they're the the universal champion, but does Mm -hmm. that mean, you know, somebody on planet you know, mm-hmm. P X Y Z whatever NASA's yeah, yeah, name yeah. randomly. It's like, do they get confused? Do they wonder why Brock Lesnar's <laughs> running around with the Universal <laughs> Championship? Well,
1: back in the day, like the old, in, in, like NWA, like Flair days, um, they had the NWA Championship, and then they had the World Championship that actually, like Flair would go defend in Japan no. and. Maybe I think like he went to Japan and Antonio Noki won it. But before he came back, he won it back and brought it back to the U.S. Like him and Harley race, that's the, you know, the world championship actually used to be a world championship, you know. But now it's just like it's the World Series. (laughs) You know, it's just done in one place with just, you know, it's it's American. It's just WWE.
0: Yeah. And I I mean, that that works. I mean, I think it particularly like early in the territory days, Mm -hmm. it was like. Every territory had yeah. a world championship, well, so there's like thirty in the country. Let alone, forget that it's mm-hmm. just a U.S. Yeah, thing. Yeah, saying yeah. you're the world champion in this case, it was like every <laughs> schmuck yeah. that, who started up a new territory five and Had five world, world champions. Yeah, yeah. So that, well, and at
1: least like uh, Pete Dunne, like doing his stuff, had that WWE belt with him on all those indie shows. Like yeah. that's just kind of cool, you know, seeing a WWE belt where you shouldn't probably be seeing one, you know, which. It's so strange that WWE was even allowing that to happen. I think that's their test. I think
0: Triple H was so key in the UK tournament, Uh trying to get that show off the ground and it never happening. Mm -hmm. I think that's sort of Triple H's own experiment that I don't know why Vince is necessarily allowing it. But, like, Triple H wants to see... I, I could see in, like, you know, however many years when, you know, Triple H actually takes over and it's no longer Vince calling the shots. Yeah. Like... I could see situations where we get back to where a WWE guy will be under contract, but get a go to a, you know, new yeah. Japan show or whatever, uh, ring of honor, what like doing yeah. these shows. And then, I don't know how that would work out if there's like a cut that comes back to WWE, yeah. or if it's just the idea that you understand that that's free advertising. Yeah, I don't. I
1: don't you. know why WWE isn't into cross promotion you because
0: know. Vince McMahon feels like yeah. you're the best. If you raise up the other's profile, that could potentially be somebody yeah. that takes you down. Vince McMahon's cutthroat. He's always been. He's old school in that way, mm-hmm. and it's not. Some people talked about you know like some of the stuff he does is petty, like where he took to, took away the too sweet sign when he has it another. Yeah. It's like he literally stole wrestling out from underneath territorial promotions that were living yeah. old school. Now you're telling him he's the dinosaur. And he's <laughs> gonna get Like he's supposed to work with these young guns with all their, sh- like, no, of course he's going to do what makes money and what he's in control of. Yeah. He's going to use all of his power to shut people down. It was only because the old territories didn't like step in that uh-huh. Vince got to do what he was going to do. Like if, if they actually had been as petty as he supposedly is now, he, WWE might not have had WWF wouldn't have been on the trajectory. It wasn't true. Movies. True. So of course, he's going to be petty about this stuff. Yeah. Like I firing CM Punk on his wedding day. Yeah, well, that, <laughs> that I have no idea. Like that is like it's, you know, I don't know if it's a scheduling issue. <laughs> Did he know? I don't think Vince knew. I don't think Vince cared to know who, when people are getting married. <laughs> We're pretending like he's extra petty. He doesn't care about people's lives.
1: No, like, I don't even think Vince McMahon even like even knew anything about Bullet Club and the two suite yeah. until they tried to invade Raw. Yeah. And then like, nope, we're gonna take that away from you. We're gonna fire your buddy Jimmy Jacobs. Yeah. Like you shouldn't have came here. Yeah. <laughs> you shouldn't have done what we tried to do, you know. Yeah, but, but
0: that's the point. It's like it's it's not a thing where it's like you guys are disrespecting a code. Yeah. It's literally a fight. Yeah. And that's the way Vince McMahon sees it. And so if everybody else looks at it from the idea that Vince McMahon is a hypocrite, but it's not about being a hypocrite. It's yeah. literally like you could do these things. I, I, it, it's part of the fight, but I'm going to win. <laughs> uh, so I, yeah, I, I think people are l- like, they view it through the wrong prism when they yeah. look at what Vince McMahon's doing. Like, it's not some sort of like, how dare you? It's he, you want to play? I know how to play. Yeah. And yeah, we, we've talked about that for way too long, but mostly because we, been a week since survivor series been a while I, I forget most of the matches <laughs> so we're just gonna have to go, keep going off the cuff talking about random things but we can talk about this next match because hey, they kept playing it up afterwards yeah. shield versus new day uh this was down when we when we looked at it on the card this was thrown in at the last minute yeah uh i mean we probably should have known that we would just have it higher up but this was the second longest match of the night longest being the men's yeah. survivor series elimination match uh Slightly longer than the women's uh, Survivor Series elimination match Which is a little bit crazy But longest match of the night uh, Did it deliver? Um, did, you, did, did the match live up to expectations? This is two of the most popular You know, stables yeah. Not even just tag teams, stables yeah. uh, In WWE, this is a huge match That, you know they, I think people were more excited About this happening Than I'd say everything else on the card Yeah so what did, did the match live up to first your expectations? And then mm-hmm. we'll talk in a minute. Did it live up to the fans expectations?
1: Um, I will say this is my match of the night. I think it was better than any other match on the card. Um, with that being said, uh, wasn't as good as I thought it was going to be. Um, I've seen the shield have better matches. I've seen new day have better matches than that. Um, but it's still a great match. Still lots of good spots. Um, new day looked great. Um, Shield looked great as well It was just a, like Kofi Kingston I don't know if he was Sick or what was going on But he was just moving a little Slow like like I forget that Kofi's Like 10 years older than yeah. almost All of those guys I think he's like close To being 40 and they're all like in their Early 30s so like I guess He does have 10 years on him but he Like Kofi just seemed a, just just A little slow Um, just Wasn't like Especially with all the matches we've seen lately with Big E teaming with uh, Xavier Woods Um, Seeing Kofi finally back in the ring after a while It was just like he's just like um, And I think it's just age I think he's just like getting older and just doesn't move quite as fast Doesn't jump quite as far Um, Him like, like everyone else looked like they were having a match He looked like he was going through the motions of Okay I gotta hit this spot then this spot then this spot um which he did well, but it just looked like he was trying to hit spots and not yeah. and not have a you know a fight um but I think it was the best match of the whole night um it's been like that's something I've been wanting to see for um ever since they were you know ever since they were made as teams I've wanted to see the shield versus new day because you know three on three you know what, what I don't know why it's taken so long for it to happen I don't think it's ever happened in the past I don't remember them. Ever feuding The only people I remember Shield feuding with That was a faction With They had a little thing With the Wyatts For a little bit But it really didn't go anywhere
0: Wasn't the Shield breakup Was that Evolution Yeah Was it But the shield breakup Was that 14 or 15 Which year was that?
1: Man I don't remember
0: Maybe 15 So I think I mean that's about the time New Day first came together So it's like Oh maybe It was a short overlap It wasn't a very long overlap The shield were still together I think you're right about that Yeah Uh and that, that's coming from the guy who did not watch during yeah. that time frame. I, mostly Wikipedia. I'm piecing yeah. <laughs> together I think you're I right.
1: I, I, th- I think, yeah, New Day was coming together right towards the end of the Shield or maybe right in the middle, yeah. But a little overlap, but they never really, um, never really met up with each yeah. other. So it's something that the fans, I think, have been wanting to see for a long time. Um, but, yeah, best match on the card, I think. Better than any other match. It, it was right up there with uh, AJ Styles and Lesnar, I think, of just um, excitement and spots um but but yeah, like my, 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 my literally only complaint about it was just Kofi Kingston just seemed a little off. Yeah. Um and, and that's th- that's nitpicking really.
0: Yeah. I and I think with Kofi I was I I thought the same thing, but I didn't mm-hmm. think it in that match necessarily. I thought it was like I was watching SmackDown this last week and it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, sometimes he just kinda Yeah. It's it's it's, it's a routine that yeah. he's you know, he's he was so quick before that now mm-hmm. when he does the routine and yeah. he's not putting a hundred percent into it. It, it stands out. And he's still not, it's not like he's going slow. Like, he's not, like, when we've talked before about, you know, Kurt yeah. Angle or any of these, you know, Kane now mm-hmm. like getting in yeah. at that high age. It's like Kofi's nowhere close to that, but there's still something yeah. about watching it. And you're just like, well, and at the same what, why time, why is it going so slow?
1: Like, like, Kofi m- m- might have just lost a little bit You know yeah. But it also Big E and Xavier Woods Have gotten so much better Yeah Um. That, that, that like now Like it was definitely like Oh Kofi's definitely You know The, the best one out of the three of them And now Like I, I couldn't say that anymore Like it would be a toss up Between Big E and um, Xavier Woods I love that spear That Big E does When he dumps him outside the ropes And then spears him through the ropes To yeah. the outside That's such a crazy move And like I've seen him You know almost screwed up A bunch of times but it's such a big cool move. I mean, you just spear a guy through the ropes onto the ground, you know, the steel yeah. concrete, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> you know, it's it's just such a cool little move. Um put that up with Xavier Woods' new elbow drop he's doing. Like, like, like I think they've just gotten better than Co- Kofi is. Um
0: and it, part of it's always the new shine. Yeah. Uh and so I wouldn't even say they're necessarily better, but they've finally gotten to that level mm-hmm. and it's fresh. And Kofi, you know, at some point you, you've you been in, you've been there so long. I started thinking back and I was like, I was still watching when Kofi was, had been there for a while, Yeah, you know? And so he's, he's been there 10 plus years and he's an athletic guy. He's jumping off the top rope. He's doing all of these. Yeah. He's still doing a lot of those things. Most of his in-ring work. He's, he didn't like mm-hmm. become a, you know, he didn't yeah. become grounded all of a sudden because he got old. He's been, but you also watch the bumps. Yeah. The last know? couple
1: of years, like, Kofi's been the reason to watch, like, a Royal yeah. Rumble or a Money in the Bank match. He's been in a lot of those, and you just know, oh, Kofi's in it. He's going to do something awesome. Yeah. He kind of took over, like, when Shelton Benjamin kind of like left. Like, Shelton Benjamin used to be the guy in those ladder matches that was like, Shelton Benjamin was going to run up that ladder, do something crazy. And then he took off, and then Kofi kind of took over that same spot. Um, so he's been someone that, like, WWE's known for a long time just for his, like, straight-up athletic ability. Um, it's strange to me that he hasn't, like, gotten a little higher up, you know, j- just based on, you know, the stuff he can do in the ring. And, like, it might be getting to a point where, oh, uh, that, that big push for Kofi might be coming a little too late now. Like, yeah, I, don't. I think that he's on the down the, the downward of his career, which just makes me think, like, man, man New Day have been a team for a long time now. No. Like, S.H.I.E.L.D. have broken up and gotten back together. The Wyatts have broken up, got back together, and broken up again. Um, and, and
0: that was the New Day's, you know, angle into this match was the S.H.I.E.L.D. You know, they will be apart, you know, before WrestleMania even gets here. We've been yeah. together and we'll stay together, which is always great because it's either, oh, yeah, pointing to when the S.H.I.E.L.D. break up again yeah. or pointing to when the New Day finally breaks mm-hmm. up. And I, I think most likely Big E's getting the push. I mean, he's the Vince McMahon guy yeah. in terms of size. In terms of charisma, like it's it's there, and then how do you channel that into being something where it's not just a a comedy act? Yeah, Uh, if he can do that, he's got what it takes. He's gotten good enough in the mm. ring that he could be at an elite level and he's charismatic enough yeah. to, to hold himself over. I, I see. Mark. I
1: saw a lot of tweets after Survivor Series of people talking about Big E and like, okay, he's a future champion. Like mm. he's a future champion for sure. Um, which yeah, I can see that definitely. Um, he was NXT champion already. Um, so I could definitely see him, you know, being, um, yeah, like WWE World Champion, probably not Universal. I don't think he's gonna be Raw's what top to, guy, but he see, he could
0: maybe be Smackdowns. What to see Universal? Like, I feel like it's 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 a different conversation right now. We don't know how Brock how long Brock Lesnar is gonna do this. Yeah, and so I feel like Brock Lesnar is untouchable, and not just because he's Brock True. Lesnar. Yeah, he's untouchable because Roman Reigns is gonna beat him. Yeah, what happens when that's over and you move on to the next step and it's Roman losing the belt? I think a lot more people come back into play when it's who could take the belt from Roman but yeah. not keep the belt from Roman. Yeah. I think Big E is definitely could be in that conversation down the road. I it's close. It's not like a hundred percent. I think mm-hmm. there's a lot of other guys that are uh on the outside of that conversation because it's Brock, but would definitely be a shoe in when AJ Styles is one that's definitely gonna he just if it's Brock Lesnar, even as good as that match was, it was fifteen minutes. He got Brock Lesnar to go fifteen minutes. Yeah. Still, never see him taking the strap while Brock Lesnar is truly in the title picture. Yeah, uh, but um, once he leaves, yeah, those guys are up there, and I think Biggie is close.
1: It almost makes me excited, like to be like, oh man, I can't wait till Lesnar gets <laughs> out of here, so he can finally get some good storylines and stuff yeah. for you know the, the, this universal you know championship picture. Because yeah, as long as he's around, and I think he's Brock, gonna be. And the I guy. think Brock
0: Lesnar, he can still come back. Like we've talked about this before, he didn't really need the universal title. No. I think they really they really did just give it to him because of this long-term play with Roman Reigns taking it from right. him. Yeah, 100%. But I, and I guess a little bit because of the Goldberg making mm-hmm. it where the, that match mattered more on the yeah. pay-per-view and knowing it wasn't really going to be the main event. So, you know, let's put the strap on them and have them fight for it. Yeah. But I think otherwise, Brock Lesnar would have just kept going along without the belt and would have just come in and took on newcomers. Yeah. When you have guys like Braun Strowman coming up and they think they're the best, yeah. Brock Lesnar you know comes into their path i'm not sure that when he drops it to roman if he's just gonna leave i don't think he has to leave to make this scenario happen but it's like leaving that sort of status as he's in the title picture yeah which means when he beats roman there'll probably be a rematch with roman they'll let that program play i see they'll probably face each other three times you know like they you build up for more than a year you build up for multiple years as it keeps falling through i don't think it's a one-off and so once brock lesnar gets through that i'm not sure he's still in the title picture and that's when these plans can start to go forward yeah who's gonna you know challenge roman for it and brock can still be the attraction that shows up once in a while but you show when you show up once in a while and you're not you know hiding the universal title while you're hanging out in your canadian (laughs) you know stead uh maybe fans will be a little bit you know Happier to see him Yeah I And mean, they're already happy to see him But some people Yeah I've said it before
1: I'll, I'll say it again Like, like Brock Lesnar is The modern equivalent Of Andre the Giant Yeah Like he is an attraction He's King Kong um, And he's one of the Very few people Like and Andre is one of those guys too That just like Transcended the title Like he, he, he doesn't need The title to be the man Like you just look at him You know Oh that guy's That's that's the, that's the, that's the that's man the guy. Right there right? Yeah. The, yeah Like whether he's got The gold or not Like that's the dude If he wanted it He'd have it You know um, which that's good. Like, I mean, like, like WWE's done such a great job with Brock Lesnar making, especially like since 2012, since he's come back, they've made him this like mythical, you know, beast. You know, with lack of a better word. Like, um, he might be one of the few people in the last like five years that they've actually done such a good yeah. job with his career <laughs> and like ma- making him exactly like what he is supposed to be.
0: Yeah, and they they did, a, they did a done a good job with you know Braun Strowman now and you know like Strowman yeah they they're they're figuring out apparently it's if the guy can't lose they <laughs> they can figure it out but once yeah. he has to lose Rusev uh, you oh, know man. then the, then it falls apart <laughs>
1: poor poor Rusev
0: yeah so yeah I I, I think they've Lesnar I, I don't want to see him leave I I think that was I I've heard people say at different times like you know I, I knew a kid who uh, was just upset by the idea that lesnar had the belt and i'm like shut up like brock is so great to have there i don't care don't there's no this Mm part-timer like snobbiness shut up like it is great every time he comes out i don't care if it's a five minute match yeah it's brock lesnar rampaging yeah would it be better to have the belt not on like we said he could go without the belt and that's fine but the idea that he shouldn't he's a part-timer that shouldn't be there brock lesnar is entertaining every single time yeah Paul Heyman adds to that aura and just makes it can't miss television. Mm-hmm. And now, I think it's better him not being there every week. I think oh, the yeah, idea yeah, yeah. just bringing him in like if if you had to see it every week and he was just that dominant, you couldn't pretend. Like that back to the Andre he the Giant thing. Back to the Andre the Giant thing. Yeah. He jumped from territory to territory. Yeah. If you stayed there for too long, the the magic wore off. And Big show <laughs> <coughs> Big show the, the way they're doing it with Brock is the perfect plan And you know it's, it's part of the reason I'm scared for Braun You know like if they lose you know ideas that they, they, they just start running out of what's the next step for Braun Then he does start to get stale Yeah, And right now they've had new stuff every time like, every time it seems like Braun's coming up against the wall, he breaks through it. I don't know how much that's WWE. I don't know how much that's Braun Strowman. Yeah. But so far, it hasn't stopped him. But that it's kind of an anomaly. So, you know, I, I think the way that it works with Lesnar, that's perfect. It could go on for a long time. But also, once Roman takes the belt from him, let some other people get in the title card. Because it'll just help Roman. Uh, yeah. Speaking of Roman, you know, we... Talking to the, the, the shield and talking about what he's doing, they hinted a little bit like maybe the shield were, were already uh, coming apart, and then they said that's not the case. Yeah, why would it be like, like I said on the last podcast? Now, with the fans who were fickle and spent three years booing him, and now mm. that they're cheering him, there are Roman chants, no matter what the situation is. Yeah, it's crazy, it's bizarre.
1: <laughs> like it's so like uh, I, I I go crazy watching. I was like, you were the same people that were booing him like two weeks ago. Like w- nothing's changed except he's got he's his buddies the, he's back.
0: He's with the Shield. Yeah, and he's gonna stay with the Shield yeah. through WrestleMania. It might
1: be the smartest thing they've ever done for Roman Reigns' yeah. career. As so I mean, like not as smart as turning him heel, but <laughs> but I mean, it, like they're selling shirts and he's yeah. getting cheers again. Like he is once again back on top. Same thing with Ambrose and Rollins. Like they're back. Um, like, especially Dean Ambrose, like, since the Shields got back together, like, Dean Ambrose is acting like Dean Ambrose again, and it just makes me just mad about all this lunatic friend shit that's been going on this whole time, just garbage with hot dogs and slime, (laughs) like, get out of my face with that bullshit, um, but, yeah, no, I think it's good for all three of their careers, Like, like, even Seth Rollins was starting to, like, okay, you, you know, you beat Triple H, now what, like, nothing has been doing nothing like all all their all three of them were getting pretty stale but um it's a good resurgence for all three of them like Seth Rollins
0: still can't cut a promo no but uh, no he can't but
1: he, <laughs> he looks good next to two guys in tactical gear putting their fists together
0: you know it's weird though when it's all three of them Roman is the running the worst promo and Seth is doing fine yeah. and Dean punches at home kills it when they're by themselves Roman is still shaky mm-hmm. but Seth Rollins is borderline just it's yeah it, it's it's not, i would say indie but let's not even get into that argument with any yeah. fans about <laughs> it it is bush league yeah, it is it just falls he, flat and we talked about this before like i was amazed by how good he was doing like the the like the uh you know espn circuit and mm-hmm. going around all these shows and like he was so good at that but he's not good at cutting a promo no. like when he's in when he's there with the microphone in front of his face yeah he 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 messes up words he, he just the way he sounds doesn't work mm-hmm. it's coming from a guy who says but um like throughout 90 <laughs> percent of the podcast uh you know so i understand what it is to be bad on the mic and i can say me and seth rollins we're both bad on the mic
1: um i think there's like a lot of wwe guys problems is that like like uh, like i i think of like uh brian lee or crush um like is just one of these guys that everyone talks about as, as being this, like, man, like, what a great, funny guy. So much charisma. And um, I was listening to Bruce Pritchard talk about him today. Just like, oh, yeah, Brian Lee Crush, Brian Adams, whatever the hell you want to call him, um, was maybe, like, the coolest dude in the back ever. And then he would just get on the mic and just turn into vanilla ice cream. was just, well, Mr. Ross, I'm here to, <laughs> you know, take names. And, like, and um, I think Seth Rollins might be one of those guys, you know, that just, like, he is a really charismatic, cool dude. But, you know, as soon as you get a camera and a mic in his hand, um, you know, put him on live TV and it's just kind of like, uh, but 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 like it just doesn't work. Um, And that's just something he's going to have to figure out is just how to how to get loose and, you know, be be himself.
0: Yeah. And I he's been there for a while. Like, he's been stuck at that stage. Yeah. And. You know, I think for the shield, the reunion made it seem like it was working. But like I said, it's every time he's by himself again. He just had, you know, on Raw, I forget who he's facing. Uh, but right after the match, he does this little promo and he's talking about Dean Ambrose being, you know, on his honeymoon. And it's you can hear like the whole setup. Yeah. Like it's like, OK, Dean Ambrose on his honeymoon He's going to make, he made some joke about, you know, putting the hotel room on Renee's credit card and he's probably going (laughs) to destroy the hotel room. But like he, he just flubbed the joke and like, you just hear it and you're like, I know what he was trying to do, (laughs) but it didn't, it didn't work. Oh, it hurts. Like he, he's (laughs) trying to be like that cool guy and it's like, oh yeah, he's just, he's just naturally slick except he's not naturally slick. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So yeah, it's. I feel bad for him. I feel like, you know, he's, he could be a, like just a superstar. Like, yeah. Uh, he could be, you know, the next Shawn Michaels. That's, I mean, that's what people want him to be. He's like the indie Shawn Michaels, except yeah. he can't talk, you know, like, uh, that's the one piece missing. And I, I don't know if it's a time thing. He's been in WWE for so long. Yeah. Uh, being comfortable, maybe, but yeah, the shield the shield was that hope, and it didn't quite happen. Um, I don't know what else to talk about other than uh, <laughs> yeah, Dean Ambrose on the right track, but Roman sort of on the right track. Yeah. Uh, I think that setup with Samoa Joe is going to be the perfect thing, uh, for Roman. Like, it, was, it actually I I th- think it's kind of a gamble because, you know, Roman comes out on Monday, mm-hmm. faces. Elias. Elias is working this great heel that yeah. is just... Who, who now has the Miztourage, apparently. While Miz is out, yeah. <laughs> so it's pretty smart. And I, Curtis Axel is hamming it up. like The harmonica thing, I died. I seriously... Because like, for a second, Bo Dallas did it. I'm like, is he actually playing the harmonica? Yeah. And then Curtis Axel started, I'm like, he's not playing the harmonica. Well, they had the
1: the... the- <laughs> I guess they're not the club anymore. I guess they had Gals and Anderson with Elias d- during most of that European tour. Yeah. And I saw them singing Wonderwall with him. And that That's was funny. pretty funny. It was like Bo Dallas, the club, and Elias all singing uh, yeah. Wonderwall in front of an uh, English crowd. Like, pretty funny.
0: Yeah. Uh, I think, w- what song did they sing? Like, it was actually on Raw, like, a few weeks mm, back. That I don't remember. I, I just remember. <laughs> 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 Anderson- Warming up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's been decent uh <laughs> they probably just need to get the club back with finn Balor. they just yeah. need to make that happen i think that would probably help. for finn Balor. yeah for, like his sake it's what is he doing because he's a um, samoa joe set up they got being cut short. hated by vince mcmahon that that's what what's happening to him he's he's you know the, he's not the, over damn it he's the demon finn Balor. so he gets ate up by the demon kane mm-hmm. like yeah he got He won the Bray Wyatt rivalry, but they didn't send. That didn't work for either one of those guys. No, then they never finished that, just atrocity
1: of whatever that was going to be. And like Bray still hasn't been on TV yet, as far as I know, right? No. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 He had his match
0: against Matt Hardy, and somebody (laughs) has woken. That's what they're saying. The woken Matt Hardy. That's the rumors. Cuz yeah. that's that, that see we're back to the Vince McMahon. It's like it's not pettiness. It's like how you get around things. Yeah. Like actually this is funny. We we haven't talked about it and we will talk about it, but this fits right in the same idea like the woken Matt Hardy versus being broken Matt Hardy. yeah It is the same thing. Uh the women that brought up from NXT <laughs> did it on both shows, yeah. but then for Ruby Riot, I don't know you said you hadn't watched SmackDown yet. Mm-hmm. so they changed our last name to two have two t's. t's yeah two t's <laughs> and i thought about it and it's like oh because they're gonna call them the riot squad and they don't want to get sued by the punk band the riot squad so if you had two t's it's like no that's <laughs> part of her name yeah but if it was just, oh. and it's like <laughs> it, it's that little effort like their names are interchangeable it doesn't matter it's like how do we get around ra- like they, it's decisions by lawyers that's <laughs> yeah. the same thing with matt hardy it's like well, we did this for a while, you know. Matt Hardy's not going anywhere. Yeah. Let you know somebody convinced Vince it was a good idea to do that broken Matt Hardy gimmick, and I don't know if he just now signed off on it. If yeah. the lawyers just now located. I just located. saw that
1: Anthem had uh, like quit fighting the whatever. Like An- I, but, An- but I saw that a like, while back though. Yeah.
0: Originally, at least word came out that they weren't gonna sue anymore, and that yeah. was uh, that was when Jeff Jarrett went into rehab. Yeah, And that, so that was this a while was ago today. Yeah I know but yeah. what I'm saying is like that was the news Then and mm-hmm. nothing changed so I don't know If it was like the last moment where legal, The WWE yeah. legal team Made it clear that this was okay mm-hmm. But even making it okay it's like but now it's mine yeah. Now it's my gimmick that I own It's going to be Woken and Yeah. So I assume this is going to blow up in their face Not only because it has the potential To just not work on yeah. WWE television But because once you saw it Change to so Woken Matt Hardy that means Vince has stake in this, and before it was Matt Hardy creating his own gimmick, yeah, selling it to High Heaven, could take it on the indie scene. Yeah. Now Matt Hardy has to play out that gimmick as now owned by Vince McMahon. Yeah. That's never a good sign no, for a person no, uh, no, no you know, just knocking the promos out of the park. Uh, you add in the fact that it's with Bray Wyatt. And this is, this is going to be a trash can before we know it. Yeah.
1: It's just all potential for disaster. <laughs> but, um, like, Ray
0: Wyatt had his best promo in a while, though. Yeah. True. 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 Although true. Although we say that a lot. <laughs> I will say the one difference this one, like, normally he'll, like, every couple months just have one great promo. Yeah. But it's like, that doesn't mean anything. Like, yeah. The direction didn't change. And he'll be back to the same thing for the next four weeks before losing. You true. know. He changed direction like it was a not just like snapping, but it was the idea that everything he's done has been a failure, Mm -hmm. which before this he'd lose and lose and lose. And he'd come back the next week still talking like he won the match. Yeah. Now you actually have a signal that things have changed. And in this case, it's the fans. This is your fault but doing it in a Bray Wyatt way, not Mm -hmm. just saying, fans, you're the reason I lose. And so that promo had the potential. Now they're probably still not going to follow up on it. Maybe not, but now you have it with Matt Hardy where you have two guys who basically made, you know, Bray Wyatt made his entire career on cutting that promo with that gimmick, and Matt Hardy resurrected a career that was Mm -hmm. pretty much over. His body says he's not a wrestler anymore, Yeah, but his mind let him create something that's (laughs) kept him relevant. You put those two in a rivalry, and if Vince has any care at all to make it work, which mm-hmm. now that he has a stake in the name, he might care. Maybe. the They might make something happen. And in this case, it's not going to be Bray Wyatt having to be pinned by the person who needs the come up. Now Bray Wyatt is facing somebody that matters to at least the fans, Yeah, but has no stake in winning. Him yeah. losing the rivalry isn't a bad thing. Now, yeah. do I think Bray Wyatt's gonna win? For whatever reason, I think he's still gonna <laughs> lose the match. But normally, it's like, okay, mm-hmm. I want Bray Wyatt to beat Finn Balor, but I understand why they went with Finn Balor. Yeah, and then just go down the list, name everybody: Randy Orton, name whoever. I don't quite understand Randy Orton, but whatever. Like, <laughs> it's, it's Randy Orton. He's 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 just like John Cena. He's the pretty much he he's wet and blue WWE like he bleeds it. I don't know what the stupid cliches are, but he is WWE. <laughs> yeah. So maybe that makes sense. But you start going down the list, and it's like there's always a reason for him to lose. There's not a reason he needs to lose to Matt Hardy, especially not with Jeff Hardy there. And every time Matt loses, that's like part of the the woken gimmick. Yeah. It's, it's amazing how much that parallels Bray Wyatt. It's like part of the gimmick is losing a bunch. Uh <laughs> let him do it. Let let that happen. Let Bray Wyatt get a very surreal and ridiculous promo that half the fans don't understand mm-hmm. and I laugh at. It's the perfect plan. I'm excited for the next 2 months or whenever they I don't even know when pay-per-views are anymore. No, but whenever I'm they happen, tear. I'm ready and I'm ready for Bray Wyatt to yeah. You know what? He's, he wasn't even on this card. I don't know why we're talking about Bray because Wyatt. Cuz we love him. Because we love Bray Wyatt. <laughs> uh, we have enough time to play cleanup on the rest of rival series. I'll let you finish with your Bray Wyatt thing, and then we'll get back Um, into these final couple matches. Like,
1: like no, just like I was saying earlier, like, like, like like this just has so much potential for disaster, but it all has like so much potential to be so good. Like, it could be so good. I remember like that was the dream match when 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 Matt Hardy was still in TNA. It was just like, oh Bray Wyatt and and you know. And Broken Matt Hardy, you know, that, that that's going to be great. And they were kind of going at each other on Twitter a little bit during that time, and then WWE totally ripped off their, uh, like, the whole, like, the, the Hardy compound, compound match, thing. Yeah. yeah, with the Wyatt compound. Like, totally ripped that off. Um, but this could be great. It could be, like, but I said the same thing about Finn Balor and Bray Wyatt. Like, this could be great. It also could be a giant shit pile, and I think that was turned into a shit pile. So, I hopefully this one, like, I got, I got my fingers crossed. Like, this is, like... Especially for Matt Hardy Like like I, I feel so bad For like The Hardy boys Just cause like They did the same thing With them That they did to the Dudleys Like we brought them back Look hey Look at it here We brought them back Everyone cheer for them And now they're just Gonna job To everybody Like I think like They were like The Hardys were tag team Chance at Wrestlemania And then they like Immediately lost them um, good matches with the bar though They had great yeah. matches with them You know it worked out But ever since then Ever since losing the titles Like I guess Jeff Hardy's been hurt But they just There's been nothing going on With yeah. Matt Hardy at all It's just like Well why'd you bring him here then You know I felt the same thing to about job them. out Yeah but we'll just get other people Don't bring old stars into job out It just what breaks What supposed to do It breaks my heart
0: <laughs> That's what they're supposed to do <laughs> You're gonna bring the This world. is what This is what wrestling's built on It yeah. literally is the old stars are supposed to help the new stars get over. Yeah. That is their job. Yeah. Like but why at, else? But at is, what cost? I I don't know. The cost was Matt Hardy being able to walk when he's 60. <laughs> he gave that up a long time ago.
1: Hey. You can't prove that those are knee braces <laughs> on, under, <laughs> under those jinko pants he's wearing. <laughs> those are just woken jinkers. <laughs> yeah. what those are. Uh, I, I, I wear all my <laughs> pants wide-legged. <laughs>
0: Uh yeah, so I don't know. That's what they're supposed to do, and I think this is the one rivalry. Like I said, yeah. It, Matt Hardy doesn't lose anything from losing it. Mm-hmm. Bray Wyatt loses it just because he he's got to win something. And, that and I kind of like
1: this idea of just like the more Matt Hardy loses, the crazier he's yeah. getting. You know, it's perfect. Like, like yeah, that could definitely work. You know, if if we're gonna base someone's gimmick on losing, then that's that's that'll
0: At work. At least that is built into the
1: plan. Bray yeah. Wyatt, it just became <laughs> exactly. Sort of,
0: like, what? <laughs> Coincidentally, like part of the gimmick And nobody yep. knew it until it was already too late uh, Yeah, so We have talked about that We're going to finish up these other matches I don't mean to demean the rest of the card But it just sort of happened Usos the bar, did we, did we talk about that? That one was one where Another match I felt great in the moment uh-huh. I don't remember what happened I don't remember uh, the match at all I know that Usos uh, won That's it. That's all I got. I didn't even remember them winning. They won. Um, You picked that. I did pick it, yeah.
1: I I remember them picking them to win. Uh, I didn't remember them winning.
0: That was one of the ones that I picked uh, Mm -hmm. the bar to win on the podcast, but Mm -hmm. I changed up the pick later. I like to play both sides. That's how you win as a gambler, or it's how you end up owing $20,000.
1: I I, I did notice that... the bar has quit using that. I, I I don't even know how to call it a doubles double razor's edge that they were kind of doing for a while. They kind of stopped doing that. Probably because the bludgeon. Brothers yeah, I was are just doing it now. Say, now the bludgeon brothers are doing it, and, and like like so
0: like. So now we got to start talking about the bl- yeah. bludgeon brothers. That's the only thing, that's the only
1: thing I remember from the match is just like oh uh the bar's not doing that anymore, and then watching you know seeing SmackDown like oh that's because the bludgeon brothers are now doing it. Um. That's really all I remember from the match yeah. is that the the bar is not using that finisher anymore. Uh,
0: Corbin versus the Miz. Mm-hmm. Uh, the match played out exactly as I said. Yeah. Uh, which I was surprised. That yeah, was, you uh, called it. Yeah, hundred percent. That, that was one of my like bullshit devil's advocate <laughs> plays. It worked out perfect. Uh, so yeah, that Corbin won that one and didn't do anything for the Miz. Didn't really matter too much. Or, no. Uh, that was like one of the Cooldown matches Basically Yeah the we, we called that Filming
1: a movie Or something
0: I the, guess The Marine 6 or 8 uh, 7 well, Yeah Which Whichever uh, Yeah So I I don't know For That match was fine I guess that Once again It's The the issues that I Brought up on the last Podcast were What sort of hindered The match They're both heels That you know In terms of the Miz He was probably The closest thing To a face but his entire wrestling in the ring gimmick is based on being a, you know, tuck your tail heel. Mm -hmm. So there's not a lot of... Like, other guys could have transitioned into being the face for one match because Baron Corbin can't be the face ever. Yeah. Uh, Miz isn't capable of doing that. As much range and flexibility as he's shown in the last year, he can't, even when the fans are on his side, slip into the face role in a match. He can't do it. Like, he's stuck doing that same routine... And that of all the booking, that was probably the weirdest one for Survivor Series. Corbin versus <laughs> Miz just left no room yeah. for nuance.
1: I guess just they're both champions, so get them out there. Um, but yeah, it was it was just yeah. kind of like the. It, it was definitely like okay, the, the, this is the middle. Everyone kind of do what they're gonna do because this match doesn't matter. Like there's no consequences. There's no like there's nothing. It was literally like a doesn't matter match.
0: Lexa Bliss, Charlotte, another one that we I both... I don't remember anything from this match. A lot of just hard hits, like very stiff match, yeah. which I was happy. I haven't. Charlotte has been a little bit on the relaxed side since she's been a face. And yeah. there's only a couple people she's gotten into the ring with. And it's usually she's been in the match a few times with them and it's comfortable. And she starts giving them the kick. But like, she's just been soft, which I... I assume part of it's to be the face. You know, yeah. you don't wanna just be this ruthless competitor. True. But she has to. That's part of the <laughs> draw for Charlotte is kicking <laughs> women in the face. Yeah. Like Alexa comes in and we've seen it. Alexa, it doesn't matter who she's facing, there's gonna be some stiff kicks. She's the little girl that has to prove yeah. that she's strong enough. Uh I thought it was really good. I do remember they did the you know, the twisted bliss with Alexa Bliss going off the turnbuckle. Charlotte gets her knees up. And that's like could be a disastrous move. Mm-hmm. And Alexa Bliss took it like a champ. Yeah. Uh. So good spot there. I think the match ends with the figure four. I believe that's how it goes down. And Alexa finally taps after an extended time. Yeah. Uh. But it was good between the two. I think it was a good warm up. I think down the line. I don't think it was the best match you could have seen out of those two. But I still I definitely enjoyed it having two like top end women superstars who aren't afraid to lay the pain on their opponent. Yeah. Uh the only other one on the roster that's like that is oscar And we haven't seen her in a match with anybody that's on the level of Charlotte yeah, and True and uh Alexa Bliss yet. We'll probably see her against Alexa Bliss sometime in the near future. Uh so excited for that. I would Although with so, the women's, yeah. you know, the the Rampage what, what is the name of, of her squad oh, Absolution. Absolution Stupid Yeah Like that's the worst part The Riot Squad was the better name But they <laughs> had to add the T And make it stupid Absolution made no sense I actually was listening to that promo And Paige was nailing it It was like Oh this is, She's doing this really well mm-hmm. Then she said the name And I'm like That's stupid Then she let the other two talk They're not good at talking yet. <laughs> Like it took what could have been A great moment And then luckily Asuka Uh Uh, she sold it when she was the one uh, about to get attacked. And so they've left it open. Maybe she'll join them. I assume in like a couple weeks, they'll ask her to join. Oscar will have that smile on her face. Mm -hmm. That's really just a creepy smile. Pretend to join and then kick the shit out of all of them. should be fun. I'm excited. It'll be good. Uh, So yeah, those are, it's, it's weird. Like those are moments that came after the women didn't have a lot to build on in survivor series, mostly because a lot of them are not good at cutting promos. Uh, the next match to talk about the women's Survivor Series elimination match. It was definitely an improvement over last year, and I think that's really all you can ask for. Yeah. Uh, they also told long-term storytelling, having Oscar be the last one and to just power her way through. Um, they could have done it better. It wasn't the most exciting match, but yeah. when comparing it to last year, it was you know head and shoulders better than what they did. Uh, that's all I got for that one. When do you I have com- anything? I
1: completely agree. It was better than last year. Um, Nia Jax's weird little cannonball she did in the middle of the ring. Did you see that? Yeah, I was okay with that. Yeah, it was okay. Um, it, like I, I like the
0: the like the Owens version better where they're in the corner. Yeah. Um But Her ver- it was okay. Nia Jax versus Tamina was a better face off than I ever thought it would be. Yeah. Uh, I thought that was terrible, mostly because Tamina has been terrible. Uh-huh. Um, they It looked like a legit fight for a second. Now, obviously, yeah. then you come back to reality because Nia Jax is just like a beast yeah. and just chucked her across the ring. But for a second, I bought it. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that one was good, too. Uh, now to, I don't know. I don't even think we have to deal with the pre-card. Enzo beat Callisto. Whatever, whatever. Yeah, uh,
1: I didn't. I, 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 That's the only match I definitely didn't watch.
0: Yeah, I, I, I didn't watch. The we didn't pre. get started on that, and then the pre-show: Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn versus uh, Brazongo, I think. Yeah. Whatever. Oh yeah, it makes no. I sense. remember.
1: Di- uh, yeah, I remember hearing that, like, but I never watched the match. Like I was all caught up with uh, NXT and everything. Yeah. So so then trying to watch that and then watch Survivor Series, I, I didn't have time for the pre-shows, but I should have at least watched uh, that.
0: Yeah, it was nothing. No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> nothing happened. Uh, but, the you know, as long as we're going to talk about it, we're, we've already gone over time on the podcast and we haven't finished all the matches. So, it might as well. Did you... Uh, you didn't watch SmackDown, but did you see the Fashion Files for Tuesday? No. Oh, man. they It was a song. <laughs> was the, the, the thing that they okay. were doing a parody of. Uh, it was actually, once again, I feel like every time they do one of these segments, I was like... They've jumped the shark finally. They, they, they're not funny anymore. <laughs> they jumped the shark. And then there's one joke. Yeah, always. That just I'm back in and I'm yeah. like 100% do this every week forever. It and might
1: not, it might just be something on that stupid little like corkboard they have in the back. Yeah. Like like I find the funniest things off of that. Like I'll pause it and like look at all yeah. the pictures they have up there and like They started
0: it, getting stale. They started not changing them enough. Like yeah. it started becoming the same thing every week. Uh I won't even tell you the joke. I'll let you okay, I'll let you get to it. I, no spoilers. anybody who wants to know what happens, go look it up online right now. Uh, the last thing before we get out because obviously this is connected to the uh, fashion files uh-huh. is the Bludgeon Brothers. Uh, it's so weird. Uh, yeah, what, 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 I'll let you go your take before I jump in with mine. Okay.
1: The Bludgeon Brothers. it's just it's so close to being good. yeah, but it's not. Like, like the, like, 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 I, I dig the entrance, um, I dig Rowan and Harper, it's like, the, it's just, it's just the actual Bludgeon Brothers thing that like I can't get past. Like the name is stupid, the outfits are stupid, the hammers are stupid. Like they're carrying these giant fucking hammers they're never going to use. Never Just
0: like I said At some point they can though Let them do it But like, they won't I, I, Well they won't Because <laughs> I think- It'd be just
1: as weak As like when Triple H Tries to use his sledgehammer You just know it's a weapon He's not going to actually Be able to use First ever. of all
0: The sledgehammer is the greatest thing ever You asshole <laughs> Yeah we'll When he to- puts <laughs> his hand Over the hammer And <laughs> pretends like It's so
1: weak um, And now you just got Two bigger hammers Like if, if they were just <laughs> They didn't even have to Give him a stupid name Just leave the entrance The way it is just call them Rowan and Harper. I mean, Rowan's still wearing the sheet mask. If you're trying to go away from the Wyatts, then why is he wearing the sheet mask?
0: And why does he keep trying to put the sheet mask? On oh, and the it slides. And there, and and it it slides every, every time.
1: Every time it messes up. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, but
1: ba- if they were just Rowan and Harper, same entrance. Yeah. Um, I mean, give them different outfits, I guess. But don't whatever the stupid thing they're wearing now with the maroon and the yeah. like. I don't. I don't know what they're supposed to be dressed as. Like 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 it it almost looks okay on Rowan, but Harper looks ridiculous.
0: Yeah. His is like the tight; it's like tight on the chest. Yes. Yeah, like, Why are you wearing that? Yes, yeah, like yeah. Aren't you the guy who had a dirty tank top? Yeah, for three it years? just doesn't fit
1: right. <laughs> um, he looks uncomfortable. But they got a hell of a pop when they came out. Like especially yeah. Harper. Like people were f- glad to see him, which just lets me know further should have just left him as Rowan and Harper. Um, and and the, and 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 it, and it would be perfect. But it's just the Bludgeon Brothers and the Hammers that I just, I just can't get past. And like, they're
0: they killing it in the ring. Like, yeah. Oh, just, they're it came great. came those two matches. Now, obviously, I want to see what they do. Like, is it going to look anything mm-hmm. like this when it's not a mm-hmm. squash match? But, man. Yeah. They, they just in sync coming out with the plan. Yeah. Looking as dominant as they should have looked a long time ago. Yeah. And...
1: I heard JBL do this comparison, and I completely agree. Like, if you ever go back and like watch the old like Stan Hansen when he was tagging with Bruiser yeah. Brody, like especially with Luke Harper looking so much like Bruiser Brody, <laughs> that like 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 yeah, they are dominant. Like I love when like and they used to do it when they were still the Wyatts, where Luke Harper kind of slaps him in the face, and you know that they they I don't know they go hard. Like I love them. Um, I just hate the gimmick. That's how I feel. <laughs> about the bludgeon brothers
0: pretty much the exact same spot i was like everything else like like i try to watch without Mm -hmm. thinking they're the bludgeon brothers and i try to ignore the outfits and just Mm -hmm. like man they're like the rest of it you could pull it off why in the promos with the hammer what are they smashing? I don't know. Like, is, are they just killing cameramen left yeah. and right? Like, what's going and on? It, and it
1: kind of almost worked where, where it was just like, <laughs> Rowan takes the hammer and boom. And, yeah. that, and then that's the, you know, it's like, it's their, you know, run. Yeah. Or, you know, w- blowing out the lantern, you know, like whatever that is. Like, And they're still doing the damn Wyatt promo <laughs> backstage thing. Like, it's still, yeah. like, it's, 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 like, it's just so close to being, yeah, that's perfect. But... The one thing I would say like, like like this gimmick has a lot of room to evolve like, like six months from now it could be a totally different thing They could still be the Bludgeon Brothers or whatever But they get rid of the hammers Maybe get new outfits and, 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 and that could potentially work But right now it's just like It's just so close to being good But it's not
0: yeah, and the and problem is, are they gonna get another shot? Because it's like they have to. It has to fail enough that they know to make a change. Yeah, but not fail so much that they don't get the same push. Yeah, and they just go back to the old thing, like I. it just stopped, at the same, like, like, it, I don't know how you fix it.
1: And like the weird thing about it is, like w- you saw like pictures of house shows of like, oh, here's you know Ronan Harper as 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 the Bludgeon Brothers, and then the next week another house show picture. It's them back to being the Wyatts and doing the Wyatt. Theme, you know, yeah. theme music. So like, it, it kind of made me think, oh, okay, they're gonna go back to the why. It's good, good, good. But nope, nope, no. Nope, like, and I just don't understand like the flip flopping back and forth on the house shows between the two gimmicks. It doesn't make sense. The whole gimmick doesn't really make sense. Like, we were Bayou, you know, alligator rolling dudes, and and now we're Viking things. Larpers. I don't know. Sure, yeah. sure. They're like they're like one step above the ascension.
0: <laughs> 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 Who still are staying on TV thanks yeah. to the
1: fact. Yeah, files. well thank god cuz that's <laughs> the only thing keeping them on TV cuz they were going to go far far away until they became comedy fodder and now it kind of works. I kind of like oh, I like seeing those weird little face paints. They
0: were possibly murdered in the Last Fashion Files. <laughs> so we'll see if they get a new gimmick <laughs> okay. when they come back. You know. And I was going to say, you know, if <coughs> harp, if uh, Luke Harper is like uh like uh why did my brain just stop working? Yeah. If he's like Bruiser Brody, mm-hmm. then you know, just make sure to not get stabbed in Puerto Rico. Yeah, I guess. stay out of Puerto Rico. Stay out of Puerto Rico, Harper. Life uh,
1: advice: Stay out of Puerto Rican showers. I, as I, much been... as
0: that hammer looks cool, it's not gonna stop. It's not gonna help you in a knife fight. No. So not at all. Uh, <laughs> that is the dark end to our <laughs> overbloated, <laughs> just run-on, nonsensical Survivor Series recap. That's all we have. Uh, I don't know when we'll be back because, like I said, I don't know when the pay-per-views are. No idea. I don't even uh, know what
1: the next next one is.
0: Yeah, I have no idea. No idea. They, just, uh, <laughs> they, I think they are trying to spread them out a little further. We'll see if they continue with that plan. I mean, honestly, we might come back, not to tease the fans and you know give promises mm. that we can't follow through mm. on, but we might start doing shows that aren't just previews and recaps because this is one of our last ones we're gonna record in the old studio and that studio is uh, just my living room slash kitchen just at the table uh, with a bunch of boxes lined up in a couple weeks we will be in the new studio and that means we can more readily record without me having to do work which I don't like to do no. so not to, not to tease you guys but the future <laughs> for all eight of you listeners will be We're great up to eight? We're up, I don't know I don't know what the numbers are <laughs> the TLC podcast got like a hundred really I think they were looking for the actual band TLC that's but all right. <laughs> I got a hundred plays on it and that's so, all that matters stay tuned and for
1: our next um, <laughs> our next podcast <laughs> titled Aerosmith
0: <laughs> 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 so yes uh, if you don't want us to pull terrible gimmicks to try to get people to listen uh, maybe you should go and like our page on Facebook follow us on the tell me more podcast on SoundCloud subscribe to the tell me more podcast on iTunes or podcast apps such as Overcast leave us an iTunes review better be five stars after this one i wouldn't be mad at you for giving us like a three star like 3.5 uh but maybe just a five star do that yeah i think we're out we're done bye bye see you later